support Rainbow Soul. Check out the Rainbow Soul merchandise for your favorite new shirt. A variety of colors and styles to suit your taste. Show off your love for Rainbow Soul. Get cool designs with your favorite quotes. Designs come in a variety of colors so that you can express your most authentic self. Support Rainbow Soul in spreading the word that queer, gender variant, intersex, transgender is sacred. Rainbow Soul, putting the soul back into queer. Order your unique Rainbow Soul merchandise at rainbowsoul.show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul, an explorative discussion about spirituality beyond mainstream religions. Hollis Taylor, author, psychic, astrologer, and alchemical mage, brings their non-binary perspective together with fellow drag king and trans man, LaCrosse Ortiz, a Jewish Taino with spiritual background of exploration that has led him an atheist perspective. Join these guys as they explore deep and difficult topics, all related to spirituality, offering a queer perspective, an exploration of interesting topics, and engaging guests to help explore conversations for the rainbow soul. Hey, hey, welcome everyone. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, um, welcome everyone to Rainbow Soul. I'm Hollis Taylor, and that <laughs> is my <laughs> is my co-host, LaCrosse Ortiz. And we are happy to be presenting and bringing uh, Rainbow Soul to you today. We're excited about our topic. We're excited about what's going on for us, and we want to share it with you. So I'm glad you're here. And like I said, you can find out I'm Hollis Taylor, and you can find out more about me at divineandrogen.com. I uh, am the author of that book, Divine Androgyny. And um, I have all kinds of services at my website, including psychic and uh, astrological readings and things like that. And so, LaCrosse, tell them who you are. Hi, my name is LaCrosse Ortiz. I am a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, I am the host to Master of None, also Jewish, Taino, atheist, you name it, I'm it. Um, and yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, fantastic. I'm so glad you're here because um, I love doing this with you, LaCrosse. Same. Same. And the you bring in a different perspective which I totally appreciate. We agree on the base value that being trans, being non-binary, being queer is sacred. And I think like that right there is what makes us solid is that we agree on our basic values and it's easy, um, easier to come together as a result. And 
I appreciate your perspective. I wow. appreciate you. uh, the, you know, I mean, being a person of color and having to live in the world and, you know, we all have a different experience. Every single person is having their own unique experience in the world and your exposure to the Jewish background and your Taino background. And I just think it's great. Uh -huh. Um, <laughs> It adds a special vibe to the show, you know? I, I add the sasong and adobo. I put the little... <laughs> I add the little, the little spice into it, the little Latin spice. <laughs> For sure, you definitely add a little cayenne pepper to things sometimes, and that's okay. We love it. I love a little cayenne. So I appreciate you. And oh. I'm excited about this coming year and what we're trying to change up a few things. So to our regular viewers, I just want to let you guys know that things are going to start to change a little bit. And um, we're going to change like sort of the format of the show a little bit. And uh, we'll also be doing some games and contests where you can win free stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. We <laughs> Yeah. And I thought the magic word. Now, let me just say. We're going to start doing a game. So this week, you guys, you got to go to rainbowsoul.show. So if you go to the website and sign up for the newsletter, um, you will be, you will, you'll be able to just quickly sign up. It doesn't cost anything. Um, and we don't sell your email or do any crazy shit like that. Um, we'll just send you an email. And inside that email... Uh, is going to be a magic word. And this came to me through one of our guests, Nick Constantine, because mm. he sometimes has some crazy words where you're like, the fuck does that mean, man? Like, and <laughs> <laughs> right. And, <laughs> and so um, I just thought it would be fun to have weird words that are also related to magic and um, or unusual words that we don't always hear. So we'll be starting that next week. So get your newsletter, get signed up for the newsletter, get yourself signed up so that we can then add that. So um, good to see you, Eve. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> and thank you, Brighthawk, for tuning in. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. And so, friends, I want to just encourage you to check this out. Watch this video. Bring magic into your life every Sunday night. Play the magic word game at Rainbow Soul. Visit rainbowsoul.show. Subscribe to Rainbow Soul newsletter and watch out for it in your email. Why? Well, inside that newsletter will be a magic word. Some words maybe you never even heard of, and we will explore the definition and history in the show. If you recognize the word, be sure to share your wisdom with Rainbow Soul in your comment. Each newsletter will have a new magic word. If you know the word when we ask for it, you can simply put it in the comments. First commenter gets a free Rainbow Soul sticker. They are round stickers with Rainbow Soul logo, and they say, Rainbow Soul, transgender is sacred. Hashtag Rainbow Soul Vodcast. As well as a queer version and non-binary version printed on high quality, large circle stickers. The platforms will keep the time of your post and this will determine who wins. If two or more people all say it within the same minute, according to the platforms, everyone gets a sticker. You can win up to three different times, three different stickers, non-binary, transgender, queer. 
Rainbow Soul will contact you through message depending on the platform you commented during the live to get your address slash mailing information for your sticker. We do not share any of this information, including your email. You will receive Rainbow Soul newsletter. You can always unsubscribe if you choose. Wow, I think that's fantastic. Well done, lacrosse. Well done. Thanks for helping us communicate our fun game. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to say that today I'm really excited about this guest. I've been excited about this guest because, they, first of all, I have a little bit of heart in Maryland. I'm just going to admit it because I was born and raised near the uh, Chesapeake Bay and um south of baltimore um but so and i lived there as an adult as well um and i so i have a special connection to baltimore and there's some things i really appreciate about baltimore and the first thing that i appreciate about baltimore compared to other cities is the diversity um and when you live in a place like colorado because i moved from delaware to Colorado, I was like, gosh, it's very white here in Colorado. It's very white. <laughs> um <laughs> and I <laughs> and not I'm actually snow, not just the snow. <laughs> no, it's not just the snow. And it's a little weird, and you're like, what's going on here? But but the funny thing is, is that most of the people in Boulder, and if you go into Boulder, it's way more diverse, and Denver is way more diverse. Um, and I appreciate that. But I also appreciate spirituality. I appreciate people that have divined, defined their own path, that have said, this is who I am. Take me as I am. Hey, I got some wisdom for my, my friends, right, for people that are with me. And I think those people in our lives are priceless. 100%. I was actually excited. I saw what we were going to be doing tonight, and I'm like, oh. This is definitely something that needs to be talked about. It needs to be talked about. It is so important. And I get, you get it. We've done drag. There are some horror stories around this not being done properly. So I, I am so super stoked and excited about this. Mm -hmm. And I just stumbled upon this ah. uh, sort of, company by looking for binders and things yeah. um and i actually uh seen a uh, thing that said something about you could apply to get one if you didn't have enough money and i was really feeling very warm like wanting to give um in some of the facebook groups of non-binary people because they were posting saying that they couldn't afford a binder or something and i'm feeling like well i could probably buy a binder well, I could probably buy maybe two, but I can't buy eight binders. You know, <laughs> like it was just, and I was like, oh, oh no. And so to find a place that I could donate to that also gives binders to people that are determined to have not enough money to buy their own binder, right? And so I was like, yes, this is, yes. And so it was very quickly for me to make a donation and um, and to see if I could get them on Rainbow Show because I figured you all want to know about it. Absolutely. So the person they put me in contact with, I was like, this person's totally spiritual. Clearly is clear as day. I'm so glad. And I was like, what a coincidence. I didn't know, you know, who I was going to end up with. So I want to introduce you all 
to a good new friend of mine, Carmen. Carmen, welcome to the show. Welcome to Rainbow Soul. You are awesome. I'm hoping that you will tell the community uh, exactly. Tell us who you are. Tell us about everything you do. Yeah, right on. Uh, my name is Carmen D. Player. Um, real last name. Got that from my daddy. Uh, and I serve as the philanthropic programming lead at 2B Care, uh, GC2B's philanthropic branch of 2B Care. And I'm also like the chief people officer. So I do a lot of system stuff and professional development and all that other stuff. That's my nine to five. Uh, my, my sole commission is uh, aligned with being an ordained reverend. Um, I'm a reverend player, pastor player, if you will. Um, in metaphysics, actually. So hopefully we'll get into that as well. Um, I'm also a drag king, Trey D. Thickham, nice and thick with it, in case you were wondering. Um, yeah, I'm super psyched about being here. My pronouns are they, them, also God, and I call everybody else God too, so word to the herd. And I'm just really grateful for um, being here. I, I appreciate and I, uh, I hold deep gratitude for your sacred yes, because your sacred yes aligned with mine as well. And I believe that we're we're really just calling each other into this space. So I appreciate you. And thank you for having me here. I think your microphone. Can you hear me? Uh, it's muffled. Can you hear me now? Oh, perfect. Okay. I, I don't know. It's not, this isn't even on. Uh, it's this one. So um, anyway, so I just want to say that I was I was taken in like I was like, as soon as I seen your picture, you're smiling, sort of um, very exuberant energy. And on top of that, it said that you were spiritual. So can you tell us a little bit about like your identity and your spiritual, the sure. spiritual part of you? Sure. Um, I guess I'm going to try to do it in, in like an enumerated kind of fashion without taking up a lot of space. Uh, so I'm a recovering Southern Baptist, <laughs> uh, grew up in Georgia. Uh, and, you know, quite honestly, like I was, uh, the best way I can describe it was I was, I was beaten by the Bible and broken by the cross in a lot of ways. And it did a lot of damage, a lot of malpractice from the pulpit and within the community that uh, really turned me off to God and spirituality to a degree to like only time me and God were really communicating is when I was cussing God out. They would just be super funky with it. Um, being queer also in the South and knowing that I had a calling, all that was just, uh, I had to get up out of there, right? And so I also experienced a lot of things, uh, particularly like my brother transition. When I use the language of transition, I'm not talking, you know, uh, female to male, I'm talking about he passed away. He died of brain cancer. And so um, during that time, I had a real, dark night of the soul. I, I wrestled with spirit and one of three things had to be true. Either the scriptures were a lie, God didn't care, or my understanding of God was completely wrong. Because we laid hands, we visioned, we fasted, we did all the things. And his body was just like, nope, this is the end of this. And so um, I chose to really dive into my understanding of God and spirituality was the thing that I was going to dive in deeper in. Uh, for me, the Bible is a great book of stories and allegories. You know, I take it for the spirit of what it is, but not necessarily the literal interpretation. Um, because, you know, there are certain things where I just can't, uh, my mind doesn't make sense uh, of things. Like a, a, a grown human ass man in the middle of a, a whale's stomach for three days coming out whole and not being, it's just a thing. You know what I mean? Like my intellect doesn't allow me just to take it as a literal interpretation. And so I went down this whole rabbit hole of like, what, what am I, 
I'm, I feel like I know that God is bigger than this, uh, this drunkard with, with lightning bolts that gets really finicky with people not following their directions or, you know, tap dancing for, for praise and things like that. I was like, there's gotta be something more here. And so uh, that's where I came to metaphysics or science of mind. And it made sense. It was applicable. I was like, okay, yeah, because I recognize God in all, even if I can't stand them, there's got to be something divine because we're here where there's spark of creation. Like I've seen humans create something. And so God creates and humans create. So we must be also be divine. We must also have some connection there. And so uh, learning about metaphysics and like immutable laws and personal laws, it doesn't matter. It kind of like electricity, right? Electricity doesn't care if you cooking a chicken or killing a man. It just works, right? And I was like, that makes sense. That makes sense. I can dive into that. And so that's where I kind of opened up and was able to expand. And quite honestly, that's where I've been the most affirmed my divinity and closer to God uh, in spirituality, because I recognize that God is here in this space. There's no division. There's no separation. Only the one that I have here that either I've created or I've inherited as a, that's the generational curse is to believe that there's a separation between us and God. But that's a whole nother story, y'all. Like I could I could go into it, but I ain't going to go into it. So that's how, um, you know, I came across, came to this place as far as spirituality. And quite honestly, there's just been alignment with my professional work. Um, before this, I was an educator for 13 years, uh, school leader, taught history, the true version. Uh, and then was in nonprofits in the sort. And I just really helped. I wanted to be able to affirm beings in an open way where I can also honor my own expression. And I didn't have that opportunity in schools. I didn't have that opportunity in nonprofits in the sort. And so when I found GC2B, when we found each other and aligned together, it was like, this just makes sense. All right, spirit move. And so what was like a literally thousands of binders that weren't sorted and didn't know what was going on. We just couldn't sell them back. I was like, well, this is an opportunity to manifest something. Because binders aren't just gender affirming, they're life affirming, they're truth affirming, they're tangible reminders and they're tangible affirmations of telling folks that you're worthy, you're worthy to walk in your full expression, you're worthy to, to walk in a, in a way that whether you're out or not, you, you deserve to feel it, you deserve to feel it, right? Because I believe particularly in the queer communities and especially when you have intersectionality of identities, we just believe that pain is part of our path. Like, yes, of course, it's going to be painful. Yes, we experience pain, but where can we alleviate it through our choice and our actions? And how do we create community that can alleviate pain as much as possible, alleviate struggle as much as possible? Because I ain't down for the struggle, grind, pain shit. Yeah, y'all can keep that. I'm not trying to do that. Like, what can we do to, like, create a new vision of a new world that we want to have, not the one that's based in fear, lack of limitation and stuff? And so when I saw this, like, abundance, quite honestly, of thousands of binders that were sitting, I just kind of sat with our... CEO Marley Washington, which I love that guy. If you ever get to talk to Marley, like consider yourself blessed for sure. But um, he said, go for it, make it happen. And so to be care happened. And so from 2019, when it was just like some uh, gut passion to now we've donated over probably over 12, 12 to 13,000 binders worldwide. We have um, different distribution hubs throughout the country. So like children's hospitals, sexual assault clinics, uh, churches, high schools within North America. And we've also reached out. We have hubs in the UK. I just connected with some folks with El Salvador. 
Uh, we just sent a couple of hundred binders to Kenya, Nigeria, and Uganda. So even within a couple of years, because we had this vision of being love, tangible love, because we our sacred yes said this, thousands of binders, because each binder is a being, each binder is a story. So there are thousands upon thousands of individuals that had somebody say, I see you, you are worthy, and we support you. And like that's, it, it was in complete alignment with like three questions that I have of myself. Um, and that is, what is mine to do? What does compassion and love look like? And how do I make a positive disturbance in the places I've been given? And if I can answer those questions and it's life affirming, then I'm going to go hard in the pain on it. Right. And so like that's that's been the blessing that we've been able to create a binder donation program. So we have three pillars at To Be Care, the binder donation program, uh, elevating activists, artists and resources and scholarships and grants. And so like the binder donation program, it is beefy. It's doing a thing. Uh, and so with the art, elevating art, artists, activists, and resources, what we have done is been able to, quite honestly, and this is the responsibility of anybody who has resources and privileges to wield it and redistribute it as much as possible. And so we've had different capsule collections where we've um, elevated visual artists right now who uh, whose art has been on different platforms as far as like t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, so on and so forth. But the big thing about it is that we were able to use our platform of like 165,000 followers worldwide to elevate Black artists uh, and queer non-binary artists. And so 100% of the proceeds went to them. And then we matched each one of those dollars with $1.47 to uh, Black Trans Femmes in the Arts Collective. And so we raised money for Black Trans Travel Fund, for the Trans Lifeline, for um, we also held space and created uh, a fundraiser for uh, black and brown folks who are holding and creating space for sobriety and recovery. So we do a lot of different stuff on the background because it's truly our responsibility to try to elevate our community as much as possible in a life-affirming, sustaining way. So I've just been really, really blessed, quite honestly, and humbled that everything just worked out and it just shows like when you, and it's literally chills, like when you are visible to yourself first, when you affirm yourself first, you, you put out the frequency and things start to come into alignment. I'm a, I'm a queer non-binary person from a rural town in Georgia. What, how, how does this even make sense that this path would lead me here and makes complete sense? Um, and so I've just been just shook, quite honestly, in the best way of co-creating with spirit in a lot of ways. And, and quite honestly, it's not even like a Christian spirit. It's just spirit. Spirit don't care what you call it. Spirit don't care. Just, just be with spirit. You know what I mean? Sit with spirit. Call spirit what you want to. Sometimes I call spirit Joe, LaShawn, or Kevin. Like, it don't matter. Call, call it what, it what you will. Make it make sense for you. Make the math math for you. Um, but it's it's a loving energy. It's not out to get us, right? And so, like, we can we can have that vibration and experience that we choose. And that's what I've been so fortunate to co-create with spirit, to have that experience. Oh, that's I want to... Go ahead, lacrosse. No, that's beautiful. That's so well said. Thank you so much. So, like, I'm an atheist, and I'm not going to lie, I grew up Pentecostal. So, the minute I hear God, I'm like, like, I you know, but just your expression of it, like, that's beautiful. I I just can't thank you enough. That's amazing. Oh, word. Absolutely. It's wild what we've done to, what humans have done to God. Oh, yeah. I was talking to my mom. I was like, is God really that petty? God is that petty? (laughs) 
You can't tell. God is that petty. Like, no, and it's funny because it's like I used to always hear people all the time. Like they would go into the whole God thing. Oh, you didn't pray enough. That's you didn't have enough faith and you didn't have this and here. And, you know, and I always tell them, I remind them what scripture does says. It says he reigns on the or they reign on the just and the unjust. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with whether you had enough faith, whether your kid was better than somebody else's kid. And that's why they got cured from cancer and the other one didn't. Like that whole monopoly of faith and that manipulation of faith, it's it's just so frustrating and disturbing, you know? And I would tell people, I said, you know, um, if if there is a God, Mm -hmm. and I'll put that in context, if there is, I think God has more important things to do, like stop the sun from crashing into the earth, keep us stabilized in the universe, then worry about somebody's little lottery ticket or you know, things like that. Like, that's where I would go because it's like, it, it, this is supposed to be something so divine. There, there are bigger yeah. things at play. Absolutely. And if we're created in their image, then it is up to us to make sure we have free will. We make conscious decisions, accountability, all that. Stop passing the buck on waiting for God to do it. You know, the accountability piece. Like when yeah. we, one of the things that was just kind of like took me, like spirits, I, lo- I say that sometimes spirit lovingly drags me and it's just our relationship and things like that. Because I was having like a hard time when I was looking in, like literally looking in the mirrors, like, God, where are you? And it was completely silent. I kept looking at myself, kept asking. And then I was like, oh, God, <laughs> oh, it's it, God's looking back at me because there's the other thing is like it ain't always a test or like something coming after you, sometimes it's cause and effect. Sometimes you put some shit out there and you get that joint right back. Right. You know what I mean? Like stop, like we, it can allow you to be a victim to things too, as opposed to like being the manifester of like your experience. Now does shit happen? Shit happens. Yeah. It happens. You know what I mean? And it's just, sometimes it is what a TI is, but it's like, what, what do we do in the throes of that too? Right. Right. I think when uh bad shit happens, I try to, uh, I try to like imagine that maybe there's a bigger reason mm-hmm. for this happening. Like I know it sucks in the moment or like even at times when I've worked with like people that work live in wheelchairs and people that are like I even knew a woman that uh pretty much lived in her bed and she would cry every day when I came in to take care of her about how she had no meaning in life and and she did have a problem, you know, she was paralyzed, she couldn't get up and walk out. And I said, but she could choose to get out of bed. Like we could get her out of bed and put her in a chair where she could communicate with people and socialize. And But uh, she would often choose not to. And I told her that I thought, and she would pray, why did God do this to me? Why did God do this to me? She would ask me that. You know, I'm her nurse. She's asking me that. And um, I just said, you know what I think? I think that God, that... I don't think God did this to you. I think this is like has something to do with your life path. And maybe you have something really important to teach other people, you know, and once you figure that out for yourself, you you might be able to spread it to others. And just because you live in a chair doesn't mean that you don't have something to offer the world. Um, and I think that that was like where she was getting stuck on it. And um, and I just feel really strongly about that, that every single person on planet earth was born with a purpose and a reason that you're here. Even if you're only affecting your immediate family, um, the people in your circle, um, 
you're meant to be here, no matter what color you are, no matter what spirituality you are, even Trump. He's uh, meant to be here. Listen, you know, I could bless bless Trump too because it lets me think about because if it if something gets I believe this, something gets prickly in you is because you have a schema somewhere within you that recognizes it in you, right? Because I don't I can't pick up any, anything in Mandarin because I don't have a schema for it. I don't have any background understanding within me. So it's just like, it's out, right? I understand some Spanish because I have a schema for it. And so I can process and I can recognize like, huh. So if I'm seeing some hatred or bigotry or something like that, what's the internalized oppression that I need to be healing right now? Because I can recognize it. If I can call that out, there must be something within me that can recognize it and like, huh, maybe I need to, I need to see what this is. Like, I truly believe that I believe in blessings, B-L-E-S-S-O-N, blessings. And so when we're going through storms and different things like that, there are blessings in it, right? Because I don't believe spirit has you go through something without giving you something in the middle of it. And for somebody else, like oftentimes our trials are also our medicine and medicine for others. But I think it's about perspective and taking like, "Mm, what is this offering? What is the invitation? What is the blessing? Yeah. What is the opportunity that you can grow from that, um, share with others with that. It's, it's, yeah. Absolutely. And I just want to tell you that our community is loving you, Carmen. Um, Brighthawk production said, Carmen, you rock. You're totally awesome. And, um, and I, Eve says, I get bra dysphoria badly. Can you discuss how binders feel different from bras? And help trans masculine. I want to. I want to address this, but I think we're at our little break space. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. So let's address this when we come back. Go ahead, uh, Lacrosse. Oh, okay. Hello. I'm your host, LaCrosse, and this is Master of None, Little Nuggets, because I'm a little guy. Um, Today, we're going to talk about an amazing quote from one of the heroes of Marvel. Now, everybody knows me. I love Marvel. Um, So it's from Thor. So let's take a look. It's time for me to be who I am, rather than who I'm supposed to be. Now, I totally connect with this quote. Um, It's time for me to be who I am, instead of who I'm supposed to be. Uh, From the time we're born, your parents tell you who you're supposed to be, your friends, society tell you how you're supposed to act, who you're supposed to grow up to be. But this is where sometimes we have to go against the grain. And we know who we are inside. And we know that it's
everyone tells you who you're supposed to be. Your parents, your friends, your loved ones, your partner. And in the end, the only one who knows who they're really supposed to be is you. And it takes a lot of courage, a lot of bravery to dig deep and start living a life that is authentic, that is real. Although this may be a character from a story, the message is real. It's not good to spend your life conforming to what, to what or how people think who and what you should be. So this is today's little nugget. Be authentic. Be yourself. And don't compromise. And don't settle. Jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. So what exactly does that mean? It is a figure of speech in reference to a person who has dabbled in many things rather than gaining expertise by only focusing on one. So much knowledge and wisdom out there at our fingertips, yet so difficult to grasp. Everything and everyone has a little piece of the truth, and it is up to us to determine what our truth is. In this busy world, creating the time, the space to nourish our bodies, mind, and soul has become a difficult task. So let's take a moment to learn something, something small, in whatever way the universe decides to reveal it. It could be someone's story, a quote, a spiritual practice, maybe a song or a movie. The opportunities are limitless and all around us if we just take a moment to see. We are all students of life experiences. So let us learn from one another. There is no right or wrong path. There is only your path and your journey. So let's begin our adventure and explore all the world has to offer and let us become a master of none. Beautiful. I apologize. I, I didn't remove everybody out. I was supposed to like take everybody out and I'm like, shoot. <laughs> No, I think it was actually great that way. Oh, we can this- even ask. We can even ask our audience if you guys yeah. like the little nugget. If you guys like the little nugget thing, go ahead and key in and let Lacrosse know what you think of our of of his uh, amazing little little nugget videos that he's putting together. Um, I appreciate them. Thank you. And on the topic of the video, it totally says. And look, Brighthawk said, Brighthawk. I happen to know is a professional video editor and thank you (laughs) they said well done lacrosse okay (laughs) um hannah we're here hannah i just want hannah to know that we're here um hi hannah you're good hannah's been trying to find the place where they can comment so that we can see um their comments her comments um so uh sandy is in support lacrosse sandy one of our first ever viewers one of our most loyal viewers um and so you look at that Mm. eve loving you lacrosse (laughs) loving you look at that look everybody see i really (laughs) take it in take it in take it in this is the practice of self-care this is where you go (laughs) take it in take it in Take it in. 
I am a good person. Just say that to yourself. It's good. Yeah. And on the message of that, I, uh, I'm totally there. Binders yes. is what changed my world. That's exactly uh, what happened. It was when I decided to get a binder and then I somehow became more serious. I don't know if that all happened to you guys, but I, as a drag king, of course, I couldn't just always, like, if I did the ace bandage insanity, it would roll down around my armpits and roll up around my belly. And it was just a hot mess and so uncomfortable and took a long time. So if you are a drag king and you, and you are, you know, trying to get dressed real quick, it's kind of hard to wrap yourself behind stage in like, you know, the storage room or whatever of the bar. (laughs) Right. And so I just bought it for myself as like a thing for drag. And then the more I wore it, the more sacred it became to me and the more I became aware. And now later on, I, of course, got myself more binders, but I still have my very first binder. It's fallen apart, got makeup all over it, you know, <laughs> but but it's still it, it feels sacred to me. I don't know. Did, and so tell tell us about your binder experiences. Oh, well, I could tell you mine. I, I if people could understand that when you're in drag, there are so many different ways that you bind. I've done the plastic wrap where I've almost passed out in the middle of a performance and people don't realize the dangers if you don't have a binder. Like they they think that binders are just for this or that, but there is a safety that comes with that. I used to duct tape everything back. And I have scars on my back to show because when you rip off the duct tape, guess what? It rips the skin with it. And there are so many unsafe ways. And this is not just about being a drag king, but this is just being a person that if you want that safety net, that comfort, that compression to make you feel more in tune with yourself, there are safer ways to do it. And that's where binders, I didn't get my first binder until I was years in, into drag after all the damage had been done. I know of kings who have cracked ribs, people who have caused like really serious internal internal damage because they didn't have access or they may, maybe didn't even know about binders. And now I'm like the first one, like yeah, now I've, I've been blessed enough to have top surgery, like for me as a trans man, but not everybody gets top surgery because not everybody needs that. But there are people who do need that compression and safety. And they don't know where to go to get it. They don't know about being able to go to places that you offer, like you're doing, Carmen, for uh, for for these binders. Um, but yeah, my story is, is I almost passed out because I put this thing on so tight and I'm performing and I couldn't even breathe and I had to go to the bathroom and they literally had to cut it off me because it was, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry that that was your experience. Like, I just, it just stinks. Whenever I hear about, like, because this is not a unique experience, unfortunately, right? When folks, like, use ace bandages or double bind, which don't double bind, we'll talk about that, or using, you know, saran wrap, like, you you can't breathe, like, it's constricting to be a firm. 
Like that's just wild to me to be affirmed, to walk in your truth, to be able to present how you know you are, your truth. And like going through, quite honestly, putting your whole your whole self in peril. Like that is, it, it's, it does something to my spirit. It truly does. Um, my binding experience really did also start with being a drag king. Uh, because like um, within my my bros of pretty boy drag here in DC, they're like, oh, if you want to bind, there's a place called GC2B. This was before I was actually with GC2B. Um, and it was also kind of funny on my interview, uh, the chief of staff was like, I think I saw your picture somewhere. Are you a drag king? I was like, that's wild. Yes, I am. I use your binders. And so, um, and actually being uh, in drag, wearing a binder, was also like my invitation to kind of dive deeper into my gender. And so like it was the catalytic it like moment of like wait a wait a minute this feels right. I think I need to explore this very deeply like I'm I'm open to it. And so like being able to have a binder um that I can wear and like because I'm I'm very fluid, right? Like I can give you shirt and tie and you know, like get your wingtips one day, but I can also give you body the next day. And so it's also, um, it's affirming for me to be able to be so fluid, even in my presentation without worrying about it having like a physical impact, right? Because if you are having unsafe binding practices or ill-fitting binder, it can have large implications to the circulatory, circulatory and respiratory system, right? It can crack your ribs, like you're saying. It could also even make you a... a, a no longer a viable candidate for top surgery, depending on how how bad the actual damage is, because you might have people who have been binding for 10 years the wrong way. And imagine if you're doing that 10 years the absolute wrong way, you can actually jeopardize your ability to get the life-saving, gender-affirming surgery that you need, right? And so binders are, are vital. Uh, can I speak to, is it Eve? Eve's comment? Eve, thank you for sharing your comment um, to kind of talk about the difference between binders and bras. Um, so binders, and I'll speak to GC2B's binder because I don't know, quite honestly, other companies and their design. With our binders, the very front of our binders are actually made of a compression panel. This panel is uh, cotton, and so uh, mostly cotton and spandex together. So that is the only part that actually compresses the uh, chest tissue. It doesn't make the chest tissue go away, but it does flatten it to a degree. And there are a couple of factors that will impact your ability to have a flat appearance, right? That being the amount of chest tissue and the malleability of the chest tissue. Some chest tissues like a little bit more flexible. And so you can get a little bit flatter chest. Some folks are born with chest tissue that is very, that is copious amounts. And so it won't necessarily become extremely flat, but it won't be what bras do and lift and poke out, right? Like we don't want lift and poke out. That's where a lot of the dysphoria comes from. And so with our binders, you have only with GC2B binders. Again, can't speak to anybody else, but GC2B binders, our binder compression panels only in the front. And so on the back of it is uh, very much a material that's like a um, swimsuit. So it's breathable, which kind of goes back to that piece that we were talking about with taping and stuff like that, where you can't breathe in the sort. And so you can wear our binders with athletic activities. If you're in construction or you do a lot of movement and things like that, our binders will actually move with you while still compressing in the front. So that's a, a big difference between like GC2B binders and bras or GC2B binders and other binder companies. And uh, that was also created by Marley, who is an athlete. 
and also a, a designer, a clothing designer, went to school for it. So that's why our patented binders are very different from other binders. So you can actually have that flexibility to wear the binder in different kinds of ways. I hope that answered. I'm actually pretty sure it did help Eve. Um, and they were just, hold on, I just, there was another. Um, oh, they said fabric strips have to have been my go-to. I'm not sure what fabric Ooh, strips are. Do you guys probably know what they are? literally using strips to tie down the chest tissue, which uh, is, is kind of, it's a, re, it's a DIY binder of sorts. And so sometimes people will take larger swaths of fabric and tie their chest tissue down with a knot somewhere that's not as conspicuous. Uh, and sometimes that works for people. Um, yeah, they said buy, but pop pins and knots have become issues. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah, I could see that. They did ask, are there any uh, non-latex binders? Our binders don't have latex, they have spandex. I don't know chemically if they're like cousins or not. I know it has it at the end. But if you go to our <laughs> website, it'll give you like a list of like what the percentages are of all the different fabrics and the frequently asked questions. Yeah. And I think I think most of us have and I loved the pin um that you guys have because it said one important thing that totally reverberated with me, which is every binder has a story. Right. So you guys, for those of you that you know, you don't you either don't need a binder but you want to support or whatever. Uh, for me, I just understand how important binders are. I don't need a binder, but I wanted to make sure that I could support it. Um, so you can you can purchase this at To Be Care, and you can see it's like a big pin. It comes with four different pins, and the middle says every binder has a story. Oh, that's beautiful! I love that. Yeah, that's really that was part of our binder blessings campaign and so uh, literally spirit talks to me in the shower because i can't just get away <laughs> so it was one of those situations like how do you give people an opportunity to love in their community and so it was through these binder pins and so you can either buy the specific binder pin that speaks to you or the entire set and so all the proceeds from those binder um, pins actually go to purchasing binders brand new binders for folks in the community uh, we had over 1500 applications which was beautiful and also like it hurt me too because like we we were able to raise eighteen thousand dollars but you know we started to pay for overages and all that other stuff manufacturing so on and so forth so that actuality it was more like 300 binders that we were able to actually get to people which i'm like hey blessing it's a blessing um but i also i'm trying to figure out how to make it more i'm not even gonna hold you like i i want it to be 600. i don't know how but I just trust it. I'm just, I'm hyping the universe to make that happen. So we're, we're going to continue the campaign and we have some, we got some cooties coming up in December. So get ready for the winter holidays. Fantastic. I think that's great. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be checking that out. <laughs> and I wonder about like uh, monthly donations, you know, like where you could just give $5 a month or something like that. I've seen mm -hmm. some nonprofits do that kind of thing. Um, and that seems to be helpful for them. Um, I know I had a nonprofit 
I still have a nonprofit that uh, is trying to come back, but trying to raise money for these kinds of things can be really hard mm -hmm. because interestingly enough, what I think is interesting about you, Carmen and me, Carmen, I mean, me is that you helped bring binders to non-binary people. And uh, my nonprofit was that I would help elderly people because I tend to be there when people are passing. Mm -hmm. So my spiritual path is all about being gender variant and being non-binary. I just so happen to also be a death doula and your spiritual path <laughs> um, had a lot to do with death mm -hmm. and um, had a lot to do with that experience of somebody dying. And mm -hmm. so I just think that that's pretty awesome. Just going to say like, I was like, that's pretty awesome. Cause yeah. we're kind of reflecting each other in, a, in an unusual way. Yeah. And I appreciate your work in the world because I think that having a binder changes your experience. Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, I know it seems simple, but to put on a bra, I always felt the same, what you were saying, Carmen, like, like it was, and I have very large breasts. I just was born that way and I've had a baby and I breastfed. And so, uh, but other than that, I'm not really connected to my breasts. They're mostly, to me, just a way that I sustained my child, right? And now he's 29. Somehow I don't need him, okay? And so, like, a binder um, helps me feel safer in the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Helps mm -hmm. me feel legit. Mm -hmm. um, even though people still look at my breasts to gender me. When yeah. they look at me, yeah. they still go right to. Do they do that to you at all, Lacrosse? Now, now that you have hormones, not so much, eh? I well, honestly, they didn't do it before because I was a double A. So, <laughs> I I always said when I got my top surgery, I told my doctor, "What are you going to take a half inch?" There's like nothing there anyway. So I think I just got it done only just for for me. Um, but yeah. Um, I never really had that issue because I, well, until I had my kids and then afterwards, of course, you know, the expand and all that. And then it was very uncomfortable. It was like ridiculously uncomfortable because I didn't like feeling them. I didn't like knowing they were there. And, and then when I finally got my first real binder and I felt that I was like, Oh, oh this is heaven. This is like, it, it literally was life-saving because mm -hmm. I, it, felt the way it was supposed to be mm -hmm. but i don't i'm sorry i cannot relate to that with double a's <laughs> yeah well it's definitely a thing um yeah. carmen you said that you sent it um you sent some binders to africa i'm not sure exactly what countries you said um i know some of the countries but i'm assuming you haven't gotten into the area that it's illegal to be transgender in well, Western we Africa. Yeah, we have. We've been, uh, we have a presence now in Kenya, Nigeria, and Uganda. Uh, so those are like some of the major hotspots in particular, like we, um, and I'm, I'm not going to actually say the individual's names, a couple of them, but I can speak to like the Black Trans Travel Fund has been a, a huge partner in getting those binders there in the sort. But it's definitely been something that we've had to navigate with uh, sensitivity and a lot of discernment to ensure that folks are safe quite honestly, um, because the implications are, are deep and multifarious about, you know, getting binders to people. And unfortunately, like when it comes to customs and stuff, we have to use language like vest or bra, 
which is a lot less inflamed than saying binder. Right. So you, you find ways to get around it because I will tell you this life and love always win. And so we were just really determined to be partners in like helping folks uh, like get access to it. Yeah, because for sure, like we we um, actually had a show earlier this year where Rusty Rose, um, which is an LGBTQIA elder, she was part of Stonewall, but she also inspired us to pray for the people in Africa who um, were kind of like, I think they were uh, refugees from the country, transgender refugees having to get out of a country because it became illegal or whatever for them. Mm -hmm. And they were like hunting them down. I have a friend that is part of the Peace Corps who is transgender, who had to stay in the closet the whole time they were over there. Um, so I just feel for some reason, like I keep getting connected to that area of Africa, the West African um, that that area in West Africa, because there's actually a few countries um, where they're sort of hunting people in a way. Um, and that's what my friend said. That was part of the Peace Corps. I don't want to reveal her name either. And it's, you know, like that experience. I, I don't know, like our world is messed up right now. You know, like, of course, we have the war in Ukraine and we have and and we have crazy shit like that going on where you're like, Right. And we still have Haiti that's still being neglected and Puerto Rico who's still being neglected. And we still have the, you know, like there are a lot of black and brown countries that we just kind of stopped talking about as well. Like it, it is wild. So like, what can we do? Like, again, making a positive disturbance in the places we've been given. Like, how can I use my space and energy to make some ripples um, as much as possible? Um, Absolutely. And I think we all do our thing, right? And that's what Rainbow Soul is. That's what To Be Care is. All of these things that we do. And anything out there too, friends, you viewers out there, you guys out there watching the show, if you tell your neighbor that transgender people are not are not perverts and they're actually pretty nice people, you might want to try to get to know them. If you said that to a person because they were being mean and you're an ally, you are affecting the world. If you say to a friend, I, I appreciate transgender people or whatever, or if you're a transgender person and you decide to come out and you have to come out to your mom and your mom's got to take three years to figure out how to love, love you just the way you are, that's okay. That's an important lesson for her to learn. Yeah. And Sometimes I've uh, told people, I've asked people like when they've said stuff, they did because I can present in a lot of different ways. So like I could be straight passing or, you know, cis passing and different things and things. And so like people will say something. I was like, oh, how many transgender folk, you know, well, what makes you say that? And just heavy lifting questions. You don't necessarily have to be the ones that do, do, do. if that doesn't feel good. Just say how many, how many people do you know? Yeah. Oh, OK. They question themselves. Yeah. Absolutely. There's nothing like making people arrive at their own bigotry. Yeah. <laughs> True. True. 100%. 100%. Um, Eve, uh, if I could answer your question about how large our binders grow, go, uh, they go up to a 5X. And so with the sizing chart, that would be 52 inches around the circumference of the largest part of the chest. So if that helps. I'm sure that they can um, get a measurement um, uh, or get someone to help them measure. Because usually, honestly, I need someone to help me measure correctly. <laughs> so as we're, we're starting to draw to the close, 
to the show and I just want to just 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 take a moment is there anything else that needs to be said about binders or to be care or anything like that um I think more than anything else I, I would hope folks would walk away with the affirmation that you're worthy regardless of if you're out if you're visible if you're you have a flag or not like you're worthy you're worthy to walk in your truth to live in your truth to express safely you're worthy of this um yeah i think that's the biggest thing yeah beautiful that's beautiful carmen you took the words right out of my mouth go lacrosse (laughs) perfect no oh i was i was gonna say um the beauty is is that there are things like this where people can go and they can bind safely and not hurt them because my biggest thing is is don't hurt yourselves don't go to these degrees because you feel that you need that comfort or that safety like there are places like this for you to go and you can find binders and you can do this in a healthy happy way you know i just that's that's my main thing do it healthy do it do it the right way don't stop with the duct tape (laughs) stop with the plastic wrap please (laughs) and i want to reach out to parents because i've done this a few times now and i have some i know for sure i have some parents that were watching the show um is if your young person wants to wear binders go to something like uh gc2b go to gc2b and help them find what works for them or what they want to try. I will say that there's a choice between a half shirt and a long shirt. And I think that the only way to figure that out is to try it. And um, try to see it as like buying your, you know, your child a bra or an undershirt. It's just a little bit different. And it's really not going to hurt them. And you would rather them wear this binder than to do some of the other more extreme things. You don't want to push your kids to feel like that they have to do those extreme things um, just just to feel right in the world. And if you need help getting sizing or anything else like that, just reach out to us uh, through our, our support at gc2b.info. We'll take care of you, right? We have a whole team of folks who are like literally trained and like eager to help you find the best binder for your young person as well and yourself. That's right. Yeah. Um, And I just am going to say that if you do have the funds to support it, this is vital. This is necessary for transgender and non-binary gender variant people that were born with breasts. We need a binder to help us feel right in the world and to give yourself permission. I gave myself permission in 2020 to buy myself as many binders as I would if I bought bras. And in that, um, I feel like I was validating my my gender variance because I tend to be a little bit of a cheapskate. Like I wait till things falling off me before I replace them, you know? I'm a th- I'm a thrift store king. Okay, I don't buy anything new. <laughs> I'm with you, Lacrosse. I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do a little reading. Love. This is the Love is Love deck or the Pride 
deck. I want to make sure that everyone can see my lips. Hey, Lacrosse, would you be willing to uh, feature my image so that they can see yeah. my lips well uh, for our community that can't um, hear or doesn't hear as well as everyone else? And so I want to say that this is the pride deck. And this, this reading, please take what you like, leave the rest. It is, if it's, if it's vibrating with you, please take it, take it with you. And I'm going to pull three cards for us today. Oh, wow. Pulling three cards. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen in a while. And the other two, I don't think I've ever had them on the show at all, actually. And so the first card is this is a reminder this card right here is a reminder it's a reminder of um actually it's a reminder of your gifts of what you have to be grateful for what you have like me being grateful that i bought an, as many binders or being grateful that i had enough money to buy binders so i bought a pin and so that it could help other people, right? Those kinds of things. Be grateful for what you have, especially material things. Do you have enough money to pay your bills? You have enough money for food? Be grateful for that. Harvest those great that gratitude of what you do have. And um, and it's about also about what's coming to fruition. What's right on the edge. And it's it's reminding you of your own intuition about that like i knew this was gonna happen and boom okay so that's also what that card is a reminder of and that's from the past and that's influencing the right now and this card right here is a special card this is a lover's card this is the card but this is not just love like romantic couples yes it is about that but it's also about making friends and look at where they are where are they they're in a queer march right they they are it is it is a group of of lgbtqia people that are connecting on a vibration on the rainbow vibe right and they're saying we are all kin we can support each other we can stand together and that's what this is this is a reminder of how we can all stand together and change the world we all can change the world i assure you pride changes the world every year every year we have a pride anywhere in the world it changes things. It changes the way people see you. It changes all kinds of things. And it even helps us validate ourselves within our own hearts and souls. And this, and that's the right now. So remember, we can all stand together. And going forward, this is about contemplation and choice, especially where our heart lies. Listen to your heart, because take a look at each one of these cups. Hopefully, okay, hopefully it will uh, focus in in a second. No. If you look at the, at the cups, now this one has a heart, but some of them have a star, a snake, a dragon over in purple, um, and green leaves and things like that. And it's meant to tell you that every path is valid. Every one of them might stem from a different part of who we are or a different expression of ourselves, but every one is valid. And in that also, no matter what your choice is, the most authentic 
path is just another color of the rainbow. So you are not weird. You are not strange. You're not crazy. None of that stuff. In fact, you are valid in exactly what you're choosing. And that's what this is all about. It's about think about your choice and find what vibrates inside here in your heart. What makes, what gives you chills? What, what makes you feel like you're on fire, right? Like you want to go forward. That's what this is. It's a reminder to choose that. So we got three cards. We got the first card, which is remember the gifts that you do have and the inklings about things and your intuition and follow that forward. Follow that forward because it is helping us all unite as we keep going and remember our unity with one another. And as we're going forward, make choices that work for you. Make choices that work for you. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. Listen to your intuition, your energy, and go with it. Because no matter what color of the rainbow it is, it's valid. And so that's what it's all about, my friends. I hope that works for you. I hope that brings um, love and peace into your soul or inspires you to do your next step. And tonight, I want to thank you, Carmen. Thank you for bringing us this awesome show, for helping us help others understand the importance of finders. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Like, it's just uh, bubbling up in my spirit. It's my um, I liken it, the experience of like electric goosebumps. And so I, I appreciate having this uh, this opportunity and like the cars that you pulled are like, all right. <laughs> on point, on point. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. It is my pleasure. And lacrosse, brother, I'm just gonna say, I absolutely love having you on the show with me i love and appreciate our relationship even the stuff that happens after the show that i know we're going to try to like record our little so we're going to have a little debrief after the show that we always have with our guests and we're going to try to start recording it you guys and maybe put it on patreon so guys get to see behind the rainbow (laughs) there you go get to get to the pot of gold maybe um and so i just want to say thank you lacrosse you have great ideas you have excellent talent and i'm happy to team up with you in the world that we are in today and bring one message to the world and that's for all of you all of you viewers out there everybody out there listening no matter what your identity is whether you're gender fluid whether you're your uh, non-binary, whether you doesn't matter, transgender, it doesn't matter how it comes through for you. It's sacred. I promise you. Keep tuning into the show and you will hear it again and again. You will hear examples of you being sacred. Believe it. You are sacred. And we need you here on earth. We don't, we, we want to help you realize your value and help you harvest that and help you celebrate it. And we hope that you can come here to Rainbow Soul and always feel safe. And if there's anything we can do to help you or anyone else feel safer, please reach out to us because that's what we're all about. And I want to say thank you to our viewers that tune in every week without fail. Thank you, Tamala. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. We appreciate you so much. And thank you, Eve. 
And it is so beautiful to be able to have these beautiful viewers that we can count on every week and to spread the word, friends. Remember to sign up for your newsletter, subscribe, like, share. We love you. And good night, my friends. Thank you for watching Rainbow Soul, a queer perspective on spirituality beyond religion. We appreciate you sharing the show on your timeline. Follow us on social media of your choice and join our Facebook group, Rainbow Soul. We want to hear from you. Share your topic ideas for Hollis and Lacrosse. Explore upcoming shows and interesting guests. The Rainbow Soul Facebook group, where we build community of questioning seekers. Rainbow Soul, where spirituality is our medicine. Bring magic into your life every Sunday night. Play the magic word game at Rainbow Soul. Visit rainbowsoul.show. Subscribe to Rainbow Soul newsletter and watch out for it in your email. Why? Well, inside that newsletter will be a magic word. Some words maybe you never even heard of. And we will explore the definition and history in the show. If you recognize the word, be sure to share your wisdom with Rainbow Soul in your comment. Each newsletter will have a new magic word. If you know the word when we ask for it, you can simply put it in the comments. First commenter gets a free Rainbow Soul sticker. They are round stickers with Rainbow Soul logo and they say, Rainbow Soul Transgender is Sacred. Hashtag Rainbow Soul Vodcast. As well as a queer version and non-binary version printed on high quality, large circle stickers. The platforms will keep the time of your post and this will determine who wins. If two or more people all say it within the same minute, according to the platforms, everyone gets a sticker. You can win up to three different times, three different stickers, non-binary, transgender, queer. Rainbow Soul will contact you through message, depending on the platform you commented during the live to get your address slash mailing information for your sticker. We do not share any of this information, including your email. You will receive Rainbow Soul newsletter. You can always unsubscribe if you choose. Divine Androgen, a sacred path for gender variant people. This book details Hollis's story, including some insights into their traumatic childhood, their gender experience, and how they now celebrate empowerment as a non-binary person in a binary world. Hollis details a path for gender-variant people for personal empowerment, acknowledging that all paths, all queers, are sacred. There is nothing wrong with anyone that is queer-identifying. This book supports any kind of transition, gender-fluid people, queer folks, transgender people, anyone bending the binary. This book supports healing from our past, defining our truth, and harvesting our authenticity. This book supports the spiritual part of the journey and lands in your own expression of authenticity. A path of consciousness, not religion, 
This book is not religious and is in no way related to Christianity except perhaps in opposition. Choose empowerment. Choose to honor your divine androgen. Order today at www.divineandrogen.com.